Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 154 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's show, I'm joined by kettlebell coach Damali Frazier, and she's teaching us all things kettlebells, including how to get started and common misconceptions about kettlebells and strength training really in general. I came across Damali on Instagram from a referral from my friend Tiffany, and right off the bat, the way she shows up on social media, she is so approachable and absolutely hilarious, and just completely busting through myths about strength training and kettlebells. And as a person who was introduced to kettlebells through CrossFit, I understand they can seem like this big, scary thing. They're not present in a lot of fitness facilities because of this perceived danger with them. But kettlebell training is honestly one of my favorite ways to build strength. And when I'm working out in the garage, I'm usually using kettlebells, sometimes dumbbells, but honestly, the kettlebells are so much more fun. Now, I also had the opportunity to take a kettlebell training as an instructor, but I don't think you need to necessarily take a coach's training to get started with kettlebells, which is why I'm so excited to have Damali with us today, because helping beginners get started is exactly her cup of tea. So whether you are kettlebell curious or you are using kettlebells and just want to kind of get deeper into that, or even if you are a a coach or a trainer or a teacher and want to bring kettlebells kettlebell and strength training to your clientele, Damali has something for everybody. So buckle up, get cozy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and enjoy today's conversation with Damali Frazier. First of all, Damali, thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us and bless us with your wisdom. I like to start in the same place every time, which is what do you like to get nerdy about? Oh, uh, you know what? Most recently, I like to change my mind. That's the thing. So mm-hmm. most recently, it's been pelvic floor and breathing. Ooh, yeah. That is something that is just so powerful for me. And I've been dealing with fibroids for quite some time and decided to go and see my pelvic uh, health physical therapist again. Mm-hmm. And when I went to see her, she's doing her assessments and one of the things we both laughed because she was like, oh, you know how to breathe. <laughs> that was her, like, her, she was joyfully like, yeah, you can yeah. breathe. And I was like, <laughs> and we laughed and I'm like, you know what? Um, it's, it's such a simple thing that we assume, um, especially even movement practitioners, we yeah. assume everybody knows how to breathe well or appropriately to the movement. And then when you look at our pelvic floors, uh, you a lot of people assume that that's only for people who've given birth um, mm-hmm. and, and given birth vaginally even, mm-hmm. uh, which is not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, all those things have been like where um, I've been kind of sticking my nose in and, and making sure to, to kind of explore a little bit more, a little bit more of my nasal breathing, talking to my clients about nasal breathing and even dental hygiene. And just like, that's the nerdy, the nerdy side for me right now. 
but it could change because I've been in Muay Thai. I've been in a lot of places. <laughs> I love that. I mean, similarly, I'm like, oh, this and this and this and this. But also in the last couple months on the Body Nerd Show, we have talked about pelvic health and low back pain and pelvic floor and nostril breathing and the benefits of that. Mm. So like we are totally, it, we're, we're, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, even just those two things, right? Nostril breathing and paying attention to how you breathe and paying attention to like how you're stacked makes such a difference in how you're then able to carry a load. And I think often people think, oh, that's just, you know, relevant in working out. I'm like, no, how are you, you know, whether you're picking up a kettlebell or you're picking up your kids or your dog, like the mechanics are the same and the more mindful you can be about it, the better. Yes. And intentional. Because yeah. to know is one thing, to actually do something about it is another. <laughs> Whole nother story. Absolutely. Yeah. So how did you, I, I, I like to think of you as a kettlebell queen. So like, how did oh. you get into kettlebells and like, why do you love them so much? <laughs> um, well, people who met me would get to know pretty quickly of the intensity of which I love kettlebells. Um, <laughs> but it actually came from an even, like an equal and paralleled love for Muay Thai. So if people don't know the art of eight limbs, it is Thai kickboxing. And in my early thirties, I came across Muay Thai and decided to become a Muay Thai fighter. (laughs) So I, uh, I quickly fell in love with the art of of Muay Thai and started uh, training and was an amateur competitor in Muay Thai going all the way to eight class and uh, a title fight in New York, actually. And starting in my thirties, which I I feel so sad about these things, (laughs) but in sport and in athletics, we often think, people in their thirties are old already. <laughs> um, we're already like old, right? We're not in the competitive stage. So I started looking for training tools and, and means of training, uh, as a mother of two and wife and full-time in corporate world, you know, I needed, uh, to be able to use my time efficiently and kettlebells came into my life. And it was like, Oh, <laughs> like right away, marriage, the angels, the halos, <laughs> kettlebell halos must have been flying around my head. Yeah. <laughs> because, um, you know, it was like such a great match and so underutilized in the Muay Thai world and in the striking arts. Few people like UFC style, MMA style people were using them, but not as much. And I just found that to be so compatible, the striking with the ballistics, the power generation, um, breathing control, even like learning your breath was so alike to a ki to your breathing when you strike. So mm-hmm. it was something that um, just aligned for me right away. And I like went all in. Yeah. I saw a tremendous change in my body composition and my uh, striking power while fighting. And then I was injured. So I tore my ACL medial lateral meniscus um, and fought fighting. And, um, and my recovery was really honed in on kettlebells. <laughs> like a lot of my training and recovery in that area um, is what kind of felt like it saved me. I mm-hmm. often had said Muay Thai saved my life, but kettlebells also did too, just keeping me strong and, and centered uh, and mm-hmm. focused. So I just poured myself into 
uh, learning more about coaching and training. I had been an assistant or Puchoy crew uh, instructor of Muay Thai um, and then started developing training programs with kettlebells for fighters and then just started exploring from there. Yeah, that's so awesome. And I totally agree too. Like what I too love about kettlebells is because it's moving for the most part, right? That you do have to be so tuned into how you're breathing and, you know, mm. how you're moving. Whereas like whenever I do, you know, just like a bench press or something, I'm like thinking of 9,000 other things at the same time. <laughs> but like kettlebell yeah. swings, like you can, it's like, don't drop it, don't drop it, don't drop it, don't drop it. You know, like, <laughs> that's the one thing in my mind. But you recently posted on Instagram, it was like, uh, you know, people think that CrossFit is kettlebells or that kettlebells are only existing in the CrossFit space. And that was my introduction to kettlebells mm. as well. So it's cool too, to hear like, no, no, like they exist <laughs> elsewhere. And so typically I feel like people think as because of that relationship, that kettlebells are too advanced or too intense for the beginner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, like, wh- yeah, what do you do about that? Kettlebells are not CrossFit, and CrossFit is not just kettlebells. Yes, yeah. Um, we, it has to be said. And, you know, I, I think one of my folks commented on my post, they're just like, yeah, if you do kettlebells in a wad, it does not make you an instructor. Let's just repeat mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Doing kettlebells in a wad does not make you a kettlebell instructor, is not the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think. People who have explored kettlebells through CrossFit, I'm actually grateful. I love kettlebells. Again, people's gotten to know them a little bit more and to see them and to think more familiar. Like, what is that? Oh, yeah, I've seen that through CrossFit. Cool. But there's also been a lot of telltales of my back hurts and I did this and this happened um, because of the intensity and the volume. I think that is what um, is not necessarily monitored and people who haven't learned to breathe, (laughs) core stability, you know, get stuck in this place of thinking kettlebells are causing their injury um, when it's a technique alongside of it. Mm -hmm. So taking kettlebells out of a volume intense space and actually making them a skills intense space, I think it's where beginners really can thrive to understand and become more body aware. You know, I just love when my clients come away and just like, you know, are you in pain? They're like, I have muscle awareness. Mm-hmm. All my clients say that we have these words like, is it pain or is it yeah. like, it's like, oh, I can feel this. This exists in my body. And that's, mm-hmm. that's not a bad thing to be able to feel and be connected with your body. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a great point too. Even, you know, it, when you have been struggling with injuries, being able to differentiate sensation where like, you know, this is bad pain and this is like, okay, discomfort and like yes. muscle fatigue and all of that, like that is such a valuable skill. I think so. It's very important to me. <laughs> so I think another common misconception is like kettlebells is just kettlebell swings and I don't know how Mm. to do that and that's too fast. So like, where do you start or, you know, even for somebody listening who's like kettlebell curious and like wanting to get into it, where do we begin? (laughs) So I know it's, it's actually what might be perceived as boring or if you, you know, were to watch all your favorite fitspos on Instagram fitness people, they're doing swings, they're doing flips, they're doing all kinds of things. But I am 100% going to tell you to hold the bell. (laughs) I'm going to tell you to carry the weight. That's it. Holds, carries, 
farmers carries, marches, rack carries, overhead carries, march in place, stand and actually understand, have some time under tension, have that body um, awareness, have that irradiation of tension rooting your feet and actually understand how to carry the load. That's where I'm going to send all of my beginners. Complex movements like swings are lovely. Like I definitely fell in love with kettlebells because of a snatch. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, but you know, you don't need to be fancy all the time to get some work in. Uh, let me tell you, you do some hard style planks, you do some carries, you do some, you know, holds, you will, you will be sweating in no time. Believe me. And even just like holding it too. One thing I love the most about kettlebells is the variety in which you can hold it. You know, whether mm-hmm. it's like both hands in front of you with a handle up or the handles down, or you're doing bottoms up or suitcase carry, mm-hmm. like you have so many more options with a kettlebell than you do with a dumbbell. Absolutely. So versatile. And as you said, like repositioning and understanding how the kettlebell creates instability is where you gain your stability. So just negotiating the kettlebell's weight with your own body weight, all of those things are skills that you're acquiring, skills of strength. And I, I just, I believe like all beginners can you know, find value in those kind of explorations. Yeah, a hundred percent. Today's episode is brought to you by the Brain in Pain Workshop. Because pain isn't just structural. Sometimes it's not only about what's going on in your body or your joints or your tissues. So if you feel like you're stuck in a pain cycle and you're just ready to get off, then join me and licensed therapist Natalie Moore on Saturday, March 19th for the Brain in Pain Workshop. We are sharing our best tips and strategies and resources to help you learn about the science of pain. Because when you understand what's going on, you can make the best choices for the next steps to move forward. So you'll learn practical tools like somatic resourcing and an easy 10 minute tension relieving movement routine that can be done for all levels. And body nerds, you can save $15 off your registration right now when you use the code bodynerd at checkout at aewellness.com slash brain in pain. That's all one word, aewellness.com slash B-R-A-I-N-I-N-P-A-I-N and the code bodynerd, all caps, all one word. Life without pain is possible and I can't wait to share these tools with you. I'll see you there. What about like kettlebell weight, like a good beginner weight? (laughs) I started with a 35 pound. I don't recommend that. But that's like what showed up on Amazon. But like, because people ask me too, like, well, where should I begin? And I'm like, well, it depends. So do you have any like advice on that? Absolutely. And it does depend. And I, I'm in your boat too. I started with a 16 kilo, 35 pounds, but I was also a martial artist who was training six days a week and fighting competitively. So one of the things that I recommend to everyone is that you're assessing based on your um, experience as a lifter in training in that area. So if you are a strong person accustomed to 50 pound dumbbells and 300 pound barbells, you're not going to start with a four kg or like some five pound kettlebell, right? Like it's going to be relative to where you've been training and what your exposure to training has been. So first off, like what is your exposure? And then it's going to come to like, have you done a CrossFit class? I know I'm saying it, but I'm just like, have you had some exposure and touched a kettlebell? To, to feel what a handle feels like, what it feels like to hold it like a cannonball to actually try, like, have you touched it? 
And then if you put those two things together, your exposure from your, your familiarity and your lifting experience, you're going to start off in different places. So most mm-hmm. people are still in like a 10 to 15 pound range. Um, if they haven't been training and they don't have developed upper body strength and we don't want to put them at risk of injuring themselves before they've developed some stability and other people who have experience are probably more like 25 pounds, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not, it's not something that you can just look at a person and be like, Oh, you are a beginner. Here's my pink kettlebell that I'm going to give you. It, it, you be like, Oh, and then you start doing deadlifts and then you notice, Oh, this person's a cyclist. This person actually does like quite a few kilometers a week and their legs are strong and they could probably manage a 45 pounds right off the bat if they're doing swings, deadlifts, et cetera. Right. So taking that time with my clients to help them to assess themselves of where they're really at and trust themselves a little bit more, trust their strength to get started. <laughs> you mentioned too the pink kettlebells. Why? 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 <laughs> we know why. Even- I know. I'm like, I don't need a pink kettlebell. I don't need pink dumbbells. I don't need any of that. So the the thing too with kettlebells is there's such a wide range of like price options too. You know, like I got mine from Amazon. It's a basic kettlebell. My UPS driver hates me, but it arrived and it is all in one piece. And then you see like the super fancy schmancy ones that are like sculpted to be like a gorilla or something. <laughs> like yes. where <laughs> I was say like, where do you source your kettlebells? Like, I mean, could we just go into like any store and buy them? Or do you have to worry about quality with that? Like, where would I get equipment for it? Absolutely. I think that um, safety, number one, you're talking about a mass that's attached to a handle. <laughs> so yeah, you're flat here and you're swinging it through the air. So you really don't want that handle to break off of that mass. And that ball mm-hmm. to go flying in any direction. So yes, yeah, no. so getting some quality. Um, I use what classic style or cast iron kettlebells as a hard style enthusiast. And that for me, I'm always looking for, was it cast from one piece of steel? Mm-hmm. So single mm-hmm. cast surface textures are people's preferences. I believe um, some people will feel like it, as a new person, they want something maybe smoother. Um, they want to feel like their the grip is not distracting them. Other people may like that to actually feel and be conscious of it in their hands. So I just encourage you to like touch and feel. But things like oh, is it is it have a rubber coating on it? I don't really care. <laughs> is it pink, purple, whatever? I don't really care. But a circular object with a handle that's cast from one piece of metal is usually better off than if it's like sand filled and it's plastic and uh, something like that. And then price ranges, you're going to get anywhere from like, I'm Canadian. So um, we're talking like a dollar and a half or even $2 a pound. Pounds right. You guys, you, <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So going from there to anywhere from four five, six $6, like powder coat, kettlebells, like you're going to see a lot of that. So I would really take that comparison, even when you're picking up your stuff from Amazon, that if it's more than two, $3 a pound, you're paying too much. You can go to a, a more quality craftsmanship when it comes to kettlebell purchases. I have some local favorites here, Epoch there in Milton in, uh, in Ontario and Great Lakes Gira. They make quality kettlebells. 
And then, uh, you know, I have friends who still love their kettlebell kings. And especially if you're going for competition style kettlebells and you're uh, more of a, a kettlebell sport enthusiast or juggler, then you're going to want to get something that's crafted well because it's based on a standard for kettlebell right. sport. So again, it's not necessarily something you're going to be able to pick up at your local Walmart uh, for those kind of uh, explorations of a kettlebell movement. Yeah, do not be juggling your Walmart kettlebell. <laughs> Get a different one. I mean, yes. I've seen those videos of people like flipping up and stuff, and I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. Never, no interest in trying that. <laughs> oh, I, man, I, I, they have some skills. They have some skills out there, and I, I just bless their heart. Like, I always believe, like, you got to get your foundation straight first and then decide where you want to go with it and what really moves you. Um, and I've seen some pretty talented people out there. So mm-hmm. bless them. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Um, what about, I know we've touched on some, you know, common misconceptions about kettlebells. Like it's got to be CrossFit or got to be swings. That's the only thing that counts. Are there any others that you often get like questions about, or you work with, with first clients, like common misconceptions? I think it's important to know, like, I am someone who believes in inclusive fitness and I believe in the movement of body positivity, which is like welcoming and fat positive and allowing people to move in their bodies and enjoy movement. So I think for what I can see, the biggest misconception is just that kettlebells are really just for fat loss. (laughs) Like most people don't necessarily think kettlebells are going to get them strong, like strong (laughs) and they can and they, and they do, but also like, Oh, it's just for fat loss. And then they're assuming that losing fat and losing weight means they'll be getting healthy. Mm-hmm. So when I start training someone, like I'm not judging you on where you want to be and how you want to move through this world. Um, but the first thing I, I'm going back to the start of our combo, first thing mm-hmm. I'm going to work on is breath and tension. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I'm starting to train with you and get you to move in your body improvements in your breathing alone are going to, navigate through your life you may improve see improve sleep <laughs> reducing your stress even weight loss as you wanted and then all that's attributed to oh i started kettlebells and they're great for fat loss when right. maybe it was actually your breathing dysfunction <laughs> that, we, that we were working on through our training and through actually connecting you to your strength so that's where i see the misconception is just like the immediate thought of what kettlebells are going to do when there is such like there's such a versatile tool and there's so much more to strength training than just fat loss amen times a million to that and i think too for you know women a common misconception is that like oh i'm gonna get too bulky if i start lifting weights so how do you approach that I guess both of those, like with clients, I ask because, you know, people DM me too, like, oh, you know, I know I'm overweight, but I have pain. And I've talked about on this podcast before about how you don't need to lose weight to get out of pain. And I know that you have some training and background in nutrition. I don't, it's not my scope of practice. So like, how do you navigate that? Because my current thing is, you know, I have a stance and I talk about that here. And then when people ask me directly, I just don't say anything about it. And I answer the other question. So yeah, like, how do you navigate that in your world? Um, Yeah, so I'm a habits based nutrition coach, uh, certified with precision nutrition. And yeah, it comes up a lot. What I would I say my evolution to 
in terms of the statement of, uh, I, you know, I might get bulky. One, there's a lot of uh, hormones involved yeah. in uh, whether or not a person is going to actually be able to uh, build muscle and build muscle quickly. So that's a misconception is that you're just going to walk into the gym, pick up your pink kettlebell and suddenly, boom, you're going to be Arnold. Like Arnold. That's, yeah. <laughs> that is, you wish. <laughs> like people have been doing a lot of work to get there. A lot of work. So this is where, you know, I like to like flip the narrative and just be like, there's nothing wrong. If you like, if your body is, was capable of get a building bulk and muscle, like being more aware of your body is what's important. Nourishing your body appropriately is what's important, you know, so be, I'm not afraid of getting bulky or getting jacked or, or anything like that, um, because I'm more connected to my body and to myself. So, you know, that's a big, big deal for me, but, you know, eating appropriately to your goals and exploring your movements in such a way that you can actually either uh, maintain your muscle mass or increase it. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of your growing older. You need to increase, keep, keep working on that muscle mass, mm-hmm. but you do you, <laughs> you do yeah. your friends. Um, that's pretty much where that ends up for me. So, you know, that the question of y- you getting bulky is like, mm, and for that's kind yeah. of answer to it. it's like, and, and if yeah. you do, like, I'm not going to answer back with, don't worry, you'll never be bulky. Like it, it is true. Like it's hard work to get bulky, but I don't want to perpetuate the narrative that, um, you know, you don't have to worry about looking like a man or X, Y, Z. It's like, mm-hmm. these are not, this is not the world that I want to build in, in fitness. It's not my fitness mission. I want everyone in all body types to be welcome here. Yeah. I love that. And also it's like, you're going to pick up something that weighs 20 pounds in your life. If you shop at Costco or again, you have children, pets, whatever. So might as well learn how to pick that item up multiple times with the strength, awareness, and endurance to do it in a way that keeps your body feeling good. Absolutely. I think, you know, for for people who've had kids or parenting or even grandparents, you know, that's some that's something that resonates with them. It's like, do you remember that first time you came home or you picked up the car seat with the kid in it and you were like, dang, this is heavy. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, it actually is. And they keep growing and they stay right. in that car seat until they're like a year old. <laughs> so you're going to far exceed probably 30 pounds, 35 pounds, like in on a one-handed hold. And there you see yourself trying to navigate that into the car, navigate that into your grocery cart. So you need all them muscles, friend. Mm-hmm. Let's get the bulk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm trying. What's Arnold has that, um, pumping iron that documentary so it's like anyone who's like concerned about bulking up just like watch pumping iron and realize that like that's not what it needs to be and like then you can move on and like don't be worried about it that movie is just like sometimes so i'm in california right like he was our governor i'm just like what what is this world (laughs) oh arnold oh arnold so i know you also have some really awesome resources for people who are kettlebell curious and coaches can you tell me more about what you got going on Absolutely. Um, so hopefully you've gotten to know me a little bit more just from our conversation. I'm definitely a kettlebell enthusiast who believes that like beginners and are welcome in this community and you don't need to get fit to start 
to work on your strength. Mm-hmm. Um, you need you come in just as you are. So I have a 12-week beginner's program called Kettlebell Basics. It's a progressive over- overload, but it's crawl, walk, run. So we're really starting with the basics and allowing you to explore your kettlebell movements and then progress as you see fit. And then, you know, I've started to in- explore teaching kettlebells to other coaches and giving them an opportunity to have a place to go where there is an inclusive wellness atmosphere um, where we consider the whole person. Um, and that has some trauma-informed aspects as well. So uh, we're looking at the whole person and we bring them through training with kettlebells. It can be intimidating. It can be um, an unsafe space, even in their own bodies. So how do we teach? And it's also a size inclusive uh, course. So teaching kettlebells for all bodies. That's Coach's Corner. And my next uh, cohort is starting on March 10th. It's an eight week course. We go through seven kettlebell basic foundations. And then you teach back. So this whole eight weeks, your focus is on teaching. So Mm -hmm. I'm not there to see that you can increase your snatch from 16 to 20. This is not about uh, you getting a PR. This is about you centering yourself around the person who you're going to connect with and you're going to teach and bringing them closer to enjoying kettlebell movements without pain. So that is that. And then I have a kettlebell club. Um, We're actually going to be relaunching March 1st. So that is uh, my group fitness oriented coaching. So there's live classes, what you can do in person in my studio. Oh, you can see me here. I'm pointing (laughs) in my studio or um, online. So hybrid uh, approach and also some self-guided programming along the way. So a little bit of a mix of just getting together, getting the community together for some sweaty bell fun. And um, also, if you're not able to come into the group training sessions or you need some time in order to feel comfortable, you are welcome to go ahead and catch the replays in the digital class library or do the self-guided programming on your own. That's so awesome too, because it's whatever level you're at that you have options available for that. And I mean, especially from a coaching aspect, I know the kettlebell training that I did was like, let's get your snatch stronger. I'm like, okay. Um, But I just wanted to learn more about um, like, how do I teach this, right? What is the form for this so I can, you know, share that. So I think that's so awesome that you're doing that and that it's online and available for people because... Also, I think too, like more people are working out from home and kettlebells makes that so versatile and easy and dynamic. So having a tool to make that a safer and more inclusive place is super awesome. Oh, I'm excited about it. And let's see, where else do you hang out on the internet? I know you're on Instagram and I follow you and you're hilarious. Um, Are you also on the TikToks? Are you as addicted as I am? Tell us where we can come hang out with you. Um, I'm a TikTok newbie, but yes, I'm on the TikTok. And, you know, it's it's a little bit of different format. So I find like I have a little bit more fun and people get to know me in a different different way, especially Mm -hmm. whatever soundbite you you decide to choose. They'll Mm -hmm. be like the same with the CrossFit thing. I was like, hmm. Yeah, you didn't know that about me, did you? But I'm on Instagram. I'm really not on Facebook. Me neither. It's very low. (laughs) And sometimes I do tweet, a little tweet tweet. So (laughs) you can catch me there uh, at Liftoff Strength on Twitter or at Damali.Fraser is my coaching page on Instagram. So that's probably where I am the most. And then on TikTok is at Liftoff Strength. 
uh, my website is liftoffstrength.ca for us Canadians out here. Yeah. And I'll link all of that in the show description as well for people who are like, oh, there's too many letters coming at me. I got you covered. Um, I feel like we, we've we only scratched the surface and there's so much more for us to chat about. I am also just like, we're totally body nerds and I'm just like, yay, there's more. So I hope that we can have many more fun conversations. Literally anything you want to talk about, like let's talk about it. But thank you so much for spending the time. And I have a kettlebell here on the floor. I'm gonna go like swinging around right now. So thank you. Thank you for your time. And thank you for inspiring us all. Thank you so much. I had a great time. It was great to talk to you and get to know you a little bit more too. And hopefully, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's chat some more breathing. Let's chat some more movement. Awesome. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I asked her, what do you like to get nerdy about? And she started saying breathing and pelvic floor. I was just like, oh, a body nerd after my own heart. So this is definitely not the last time you're going to hear from Damali. So I will be having more conversations with her. If you have questions you want to ask her, definitely send them our way so we can get those in the schedule for future episodes. But she's amazing. And I hope that you are also in love with her as much as I am now. I'm fangirling so hard. And also go check out her courses, the Kettlebell Basics course, her Coach's Corner for those of you who want to bring kettlebells to your clientele, um, and also her online studio if you want to get strong and do so in a way that fits your body and feels really like comfortable. There's something too, just about Damali. Her energy is just like, you just feel safe. So go check it out. Her links and everything, like she mentioned in the show, will also be in the description. So you have that. And remember, the description always lives at aewellness.com slash podcast. And we want to hear from you. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? What was the big aha moment or even just the small aha moment that you had? Take a screenshot of this episode. Tag us on Instagram. I'm at Hala Famala. Damali is damali.frazier. And let us know what's on your mind. Plus, if you have any questions that you want to see answered on future episodes of The Body Nerd Show, you can again send me a message on Instagram. You can send me an email at hello at aewellness.com, or you can leave your question on the Body Nerd Hotline at 818-396-6501. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And if you haven't already, I'm going to ask you again, because I'm just so persistent, okay? (laughs) Make sure you subscribe to The Body Nerd Show. Leave a review if you haven't done that yet, or share this episode with somebody who is kettlebell curious and wants to get started. Thank you, first of all, for taking the time to listen, to be here, to subscribe, review, and share. It means the world to me, and I literally could not be here without you. So thank you for taking the time. And here's to asking better questions, moving more, swinging some kettlebells, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. 
head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.